I always use like Jennifer Aniston as an example. I'm like Jennifer With Aniston the vino. is not using a vino. <laughs> like, I just I don't I'm using feel a vino. She's not using <laughs> a vino because we are poor. Um, yes. So, yeah. Like I just don't. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Herspective. And today marks the one-week countdown to a maskless (laughs) Ontario. Woo! Look at our priorities over here. No, I am, like, super excited about this, though. Same. Same. I Like, obviously, fuck, I hate the masks. But what kills me is that March 21st, we take our masks off, but... March 20th, we will leave them on. Like, it's so weird putting a date to it. Like, if you want to take away the mask laws, why wouldn't we just say, okay, effective now? Like, what's the difference between March 20th and March 21st, you know? Yeah, I know. I agree. I actually went grocery shopping maskless yesterday. I was like, I, because that's what kept going through my head. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand the science here or the logic. Like, COVID knows infections know when like I'm five days early or a week early when I take my mask off like yes all of a sudden as of March 21st COVID's gonna be like oh my god I I don't know what to do there's no one to infect like it's just it doesn't I don't know it just it's so illogical I I don't understand how that (laughs) is based on science and like in fairness like I'm not really watching the news anymore so I don't know I'm sure they explained why oh stop no they don't (laughs) (laughs) no need to watch the news to understand how fucking dumb this whole thing is in case you didn't understand where we were coming from we think COVID is over (laughs) yeah I think COVID is over well, it's more so like our good old Doug Ford said, is that we just have to learn to live with it. And I'm living with it. I've been living with it. We all I've have. It. We've been living. We all have for two years. And um, I guess, you know, if you guys, whoever out there still wants to wear your mask, absolutely. Like all the right. power to you. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is what how it should have been from the day one. If you feel comfortable wearing your mask and maybe not it. day one because we didn't know what was going on. Again, we've said this a hundred times. Nobody knew what was going on. I get it. At the beginning, it's a pandemic. Nobody knows what way is up, including our government. But then when it became so apparent about all the like illogical men, like none of it was starting to add up at some point, at one point. And like, ugh. Anyways. Well, I, I, we, I think it's, yeah, we've made it very clear that on yeah. the show we have felt strongly about just the mandates and some of the just about really questioning ridiculous, yeah just like critical thinking and yeah. um not to and this isn't hating on anybody that's doing whatever they are doing to feel safe it's this is i applaud opinion. those people yeah and yeah i applaud those people but i also applaud the people that stuck to their guns were like i'm not getting vaccinated yep. because i don't feel that it's right for me and i'm not wearing a mask because i don't really feel that protects me or anything so i applaud those people even more <laughs> it's if, same i wish i had the i guess kahunas to have done that more same but i i have i am doing it more and more because i'm like so brave one week before <laughs> I know. So how ballsy are you? Like what? Right. I am <laughs> but an still, actual fuck it. rebel. Like I, I feel 
a little lame too doing it now as well. But I also, if, like, you know, I always try to start off with my mask on because I'm just like, whatever, like, I'll just follow this damn fucking rule. But then a minute in, I'm like, I can't fucking breathe. This piece of dirty cloth that I found on my car floor <laughs> is not fucking saving anything. It's going around my neck. Like, and that's what happens every time because. Dirty I, cloth. It is a piece of dirty cloth that's I literally know. nothing. Full disclosure, and y'all can judge and be grossed out, but, like, I repeat masks, like, most of the time. I just leave one in my car, or I have it in I my, have like, whatever same one for months yeah. in my car. Yeah, I mean, car. if it's really dirty, but, like, what am I doing? I'm not a dirty person, but, like, the odd one has lipstick smudges on it or whatever, but, like, I'm not even doing the masking properly. Same. Like, I'm sure most people aren't, so I know that it's not helping. Like, some of my masks don't even really fit my face, so just... Whatever, but I know the masks are the silliest thing, and it's been proven that the cloth pieces that we deem are a mask, like the piece of cloth that, like, as handmade, is not scientifically going to help you. It's just putting no, it's like a security shit blanket. in my lungs. Yeah, it's just a safety net for people to people feel at ease, right? And fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But I definitely don't want to make this show about COVID. Same. I was just we say this every time, but we're happy. <laughs> a week countdown. So next next show, we will officially be allowed to be maskless like in the world. Other than the businesses that choose to not like release the mask mandate. Other than when we choose to not wear our masks. Yeah, correct. Um but That's in hilarious. But on another note, we have an announcement about um, something that you and I are going to embark on, a little journey that I'm excited but also nervous for. And our guest today introduced us, so um, blame her if we die. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, We said it here, folks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we are going to start microdosing and with shrooms and um we will track our journey and like how we're feeling and everything um and keep you guys updated on the show but um i don't even know if i can say it properly but the psilocybin that is what we're microdosing with um yeah you said it properly psilocybin that's amazing good thing i know what i'm ingesting (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love how you're like we're doing shrooms (laughs) It sounds better when you say we're like, we're doing medical grade psilocybin. Maybe say that to people. Okay. Well, you've you've now said it. You've corrected me. Thank you. I'm getting you. high on shrooms today, guys. But I'm not getting high. That's the point. We're not getting high. I know. High. That's the point. What this is, what this microdose is supposed to do is increase mood. Like, I guess, balance mood, make you just feel like happier create uh make you more creative help you focus just like general overall well-being enhancement so i'm really excited about that because not that i'm like a moody or sad and depressed person on the daily but who can't benefit from a little boost a little yeah if we can be enhanced why not (laughs) yeah so the product we're using is fungal friend and no at this time we do not have any like uh partnership or sponsorship with them um who was just given, uh, recommended to us by, like I said, our guest, who we'll introduce very shortly. Um, but yeah, the Fungal Friends Canadian company, and we're microdosing with their product called Rise. So that is specifically designed for microdosing. You do not get high with it. 
But they do have those options. Just have to. They do have those <laughs> options. If you want a psychedelic experience, they do also carry products for that. Right. And we'll keep you posted on how we feel. I'm excited for how it is expected to um, help with like mental health and things like that, anxiety stuff like that. They say that uh, microdosing on on psilocybin will help. So I'm excited for those type of types of effects. But of course, a little bit of enhancement, uh, I wouldn't turn away. No, <laughs> of course not. Yeah, no. I so yeah, we will keep you posted on the journey. And if you have any questions, obviously DM us anytime you want uh hopefully we'd be able to answer questions maybe we'll be on the psilocybin at that moment (laughs) which is not supposed to mean anything except (laughs) mood improvement (laughs) well you guys will be the judge of that (laughs) yeah one episode we'll see how our episodes go when we start this there may be like significant change we'll see yeah yeah. Maybe one day we'll try the psychedelic experience because you know, no, I hate to- shrooms. Okay, <laughs> when I do shrooms now, it's like the tiniest, like point zero of a of a grit. I don't even know what I take. It's nothing. Okay, well, I, I, I have don't. to do it so nothing. And I feel like this is like a controlled, like properly. Yeah, this I'm not worried out. about. No, but I'm I don't think we're going to be tripping. There are other levels, like there are other psychedelic experience levels like there's different strengths that you can get yeah capsule so it, the, i i don't know maybe i'm open to doing that one day and uh maybe we'll record and we'll see how that goes tbd folks yeah let us know if you want us to do if that. i get high on psychedelics the last thing i'll be able to do is record <laughs> or like will tripping. you you never know i'll be like tripping at the bottom of a closet like screaming for help <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> that could be an interesting show. Yeah. Lauren's just staring at me. From the closet. <laughs> We're on FaceTime and you're just like trying to carry the show while I'm in the fetal position. <laughs> good, good material. <laughs> I think that we could do like a video pod for that one and that will just be the most entertaining thing we've ever done. I think that... It would be beneficial to then show that in classrooms for the anti-drug lessons. <laughs> like, folks, Stay this in is school, why. kids. Just don't. Like, isn't this Just embarrassing? <laughs> some drugs are good and some drugs are bad. Yeah. <laughs> and this, my friend, is why we don't do them. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll work on Jess and try and get her to come, come over to the uh, experimenting with the psychedelics uh, one of these the days. The dark side. Yeah. So we want to get right into the show, though, now that you know about our new journey that we'll be on. Um, <laughs> the person... <laughs> this is the best segue I've ever done. I love uh, our, our journey is a microdose. <laughs> It's not well, like we're walking know, into ayahuasca or something. Well, <laughs> this is why I suggested the psychedelic attempt one time, because we both want to do an ayahuasca experience. So what's the difference? It is basically the same thing. Really not, though. Like, one is <laughs> with shamans and people of experience. We will the conduct other. our own ayahuasca experience. I'll be your shaman. From home, yeah. From home. From the closet. Oh my god! <laughs> I know that's where I'll end up. I don't know why, but <laughs> good we'll feeling. Have, we'll need Ian nearby. He'll save us. Ian will be like, "You're so dumb. Like, <laughs> you can't even smoke weed, you idiot." 
whatever. Yeah, anyways. Um, so back to my awesome segue. We are speaking with the wonderful and very talented uh, Miss Brooke from Socially Brooke. She is the one that introduced us to Fungal Friend. <laughs> and by introduced us, in fairness, I saw her post and I questioned her about it. And um, Yeah, she then, in no way has anything to do with our drug yeah, usage. She did not influence the, Well, she did because she's kind of an influencer and we kind of chat about that in the show with her. But um, yeah, That's because true, of her, I was it's intrigued. And it is Brooke's fault. Brooke, we love you, but it's your fault. Um, so yeah, we're chatting to her, uh, with her today about social media and the algorithm, trends, TikTok versus Reels, um, content pillars, all sorts of things that she knows about and we don't, um, which is part of the reason why we are having her work with us and help us with our social media. Yeah, so if you guys have started a new business in COVID or in general, you know, this is the generation of of entrepreneurs, um, you all know or should know the importance of social media in your business. Uh, And Brooke comes on today, just kind of explains why and and all the things you need to know. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're interested in enhancing your social media or having someone help manage it or manage it entirely for you, you should give Brooke a call or message her. Um, we have a discount code with her. It is Perspective 10 for 10% off a full social media package with Brooke. So you can find her at www.sociallybrooke.com or DM her at sociallybrooke on Instagram. And uh, yeah, she is the best. So awesome. I think with that, might as well... Welcome her to the show. Welcome to the show, Brooke. Welcome to the show, Brooke. Well, I should say welcome back to the show, Brooke. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. You're a repeat guest with us. So thank you for joining us again. Um, Again or again. I I never know how to say that. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I've never said again. I feel like that made me sound like I was about 80 years old. Really? (laughs) Again, which is well, which is like which tracks with your men's nineties hairstyle today? I am a whole level of unclear right now. Like I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back, Brooke. Thank um, you. We're so excited to chat with you about like what's been going on because last time we talked to you about all things, mm-hmm. you know, social media. Um, Things have very much changed since then, so we're excited to get the new um, update on things like that. So why don't you just remind our listeners uh, about who you are, what you do? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, So my name is Brooke. I own Socially Brooke, which is a a social marketing um, company, and we focus on like social media management, organic engagement services, branding, and marketing strategies. Um, We've been running now for a year and four months, almost a year and a half. So that's exciting. Cause I think when I first talked to you guys, that's I was amazing. like a few months in, like so yeah. fresh. So <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you were just starting out when we first chatted and now like you're really killing it. Yeah. And I think you've even grown to have a team now, mm-hmm. right? It's not just you anymore. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Oh. I don't know what's happened this past year, but everything has been in my favor and I've worked really hard to get where I am. So I'm excited. I goosebumps but... right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my period and emotional, but still that's very, very busy. <laughs> no, it's, it is amazing. And like, you know, like the queen herself, Kim Kardashian says, if you just work hard, 
often. Nobody wants to fucking work. That's the the key to success. (laughs) Side note, I saw the best, um, speaking of social media, I saw the best meme. It's like, okay. Um, And I always relay memes horribly. Sorry. Everyone that listens knows that. But um, it was like, okay, let's go see where Kim K got her start. Like, anyways, that's the joke. Because it's like, oh, you're working hard, are you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I butchered that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sort of sex tape. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) But in all fairness and truthfulness, Brooke does work extremely hard. And obviously your your real hard work is paying off. And it's amazing. And that's why we love like chatting with you about social and we are now working with you, which Mm -hmm. is amazing, too, because like it makes a big difference for the show and our account and we're so grateful that you exist <laughs> social media is all hard we can get. it is hard it is yeah and it's hard to explain to people sometimes with their job like when you tell people you work in social media or that my job is social media they don't really understand they kind of think like more of like the influencer side and oh I just promote things and that's like the you're an influencer or whatever but it's like no right. like there's a lot of hours into social media. Hours. There's a lot of back end work and people will be like, oh, you just schedule posts and go on about your day and people pay you. And it's like, okay, well, if I really told you about what my days looked like, you would, <laughs> you would understand better. But that's with every job, right? You should right? tell people. Yeah, you should. And, and with every job, people are like, oh, it's just like this, right? Like, obviously not. That's why it's a job, man. Like, so yeah. and I'd like to see you try it. I work <laughs> in marketing and I sell social media packages, but there's just no way that I would be able to understand what the hell goes into it. All mm-hmm. I know is that it's super fucking important. <laughs> Everyone should have like social media work or ads or whatever the hell, you know, at least active social mm-hmm. media. But I don't really know what goes on beyond that. And my experience with social media is like scrolling. It's just it's hard. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, you, you, even just having you on board um, and helping with the perspective account, like the difference is like noticeable immediately. And I mean, to the person that follows, it's like, oh, that's nice. Like a couple new pictures, new whatever. But like what you do again on the back end is strategic, like so much mm-hmm. and strategic, exactly. Um, and so then juggling however many clients you have, like, and your and own being up with like all and your own yeah. and like, yeah, your own, you have to stay relevant, like, how you <laughs> yeah. manage everybody's page and what's relevant and like impactful for their personal account. Like I, yeah, it's just not in my wheelhouse to be honest. No, for sure. And even, so that's why it's important. Even with my own account, I've realized as time has gone on, when I first started, I was so like on my account all the time, posting so active. And then as time's gone on and I've grown more clients, I just don't have time for my own account. You need to and, hire someone. <laughs> yeah. So I, so the girl that works with me, she does my account. And I think it's funny because I'm like, that's how times have changed. Like I just send her like videos or photos and I'm like, okay, do something with this. But I'm like, that's what I do for my clients. So it's funny how like now my account has become another job in my life because you got to stay consistent on social media. And if I fall off, then people are not going to, like, be able to, they, they're going to go to my page and be like, well, she hasn't posted. Like, why would I hire her? <laughs> yeah. I think that's the main yeah. thing to, that people need to understand, first and foremost, when it comes to social media, is you can't just have, like, a couple of things up there and have it there. Like, it has to be fluid. It has to be, like, you know, new. There has to be posts. There has to mm-hmm. be, has to be updated. Um, the trends, and, yeah. Yeah. And I think that 
and then I'm talking again, like from, from a sales perspective, I sell these things. When I talk to clients, I'm like, if you don't have an updated social media, people think you're like closed or mm-hmm. you're, you're gone. I think you're irrelevant, yeah, right? Yeah. Like there is a lot of like confidence in a brand or a business that comes because of people's social media yeah. accounts. And yeah, for you, Brooke, this is your business. So if your page is dead <laughs> be silly. or like there hasn't been a post in three months, like I would not, I would be like, no, like She's I can't closed. trust that she is good at her mm-hmm. job and why would I want to work with her? Um, but that, like, I want to get into talking about like the different trends now yeah. because really, if you don't have social media, you are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of, like that nowadays business personal whatever and I mean I don't think we can ever go back yeah I mean I think what even the first time that we did this podcast like we were talking about like when the pandemic was starting and like how important like it was in the pandemic but like how important it was for brands and businesses to be on social media and as things have started to open up now I think people are like trying to go back to normal life but social media is still so important like brands that's a lot of brands income like even if you're a product-based company a lot of your sales are coming from instagram because if somebody sees if you're a clothing company and you have a dress that somebody sees and somebody links that dress everybody's gonna press that and go to that page now and buy that so it's like people want that easy access like they don't want to go to the store and they don't want right. to search around and find that they want that easy link and then direct them right to that website and be able to buy it with their apple pay or shopify or whatever it is as quick as possible and I think that will stay for a while because that obviously that need to. Forever. Well, I, I just mean like in COVID, we weren't going anywhere. So we needed that ability mm. to stay connected to things. We needed that ease. We weren't going in the store. So we had to have it online or else we weren't having things. And then I think like, you know, mentally, we kind of like are going to stick with that pattern for a while. It's not just like, oh, COVID's over now. And it, well, in my mind, COVID is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying that. But it's like COVID <laughs> is over now and we can go right back to things. But we still have those habits that we formed in in the pandemic, right? Like we still have those like online things and the, the, abil- more, the more likelihood of staying in and ordering versus going out. I think I am mm-hmm. like that. Me too. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of a conditioning too because I actually went into a mall yesterday with a friend and we were shopping, I guess. Is it weird? And it was so <laughs> strange because you I I don't have like the patience and I was never somebody that was a big online orderer because I just I like to Browse. try things on. I like mm-hmm. to like know what I'm getting in like getting first. I want to touch it. I want to like see it. I and actually in stores I don't even really like trying things on. So you would think that online shopping makes more sense, but then it's the hassle of like, oh, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't look good, then I have to send it back and blah, whatever. So, but it was weird because I just felt like there wasn't enough selection. Went into like mm-hmm. 10 different stores. And in I'm store? like, yeah, no, I'm just like not, yeah, in store. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just not finding anything. Now, in part, that has to do with the fashion trends right now. And I know that's not what we're talking about on this show, but like it is not suited need to be addressed. for anybody <laughs> over 21, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, like it was just such a weird experience because we're both just like, this is not working for me. I need to and go back online. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. It was like I had no problem being out in the world with the people yeah, yeah, that were there yeah. also. That that wasn't an issue, but it was just like the idea of shopping. All I could think about was like what I see on Insta and like how easy it is. And 
even just like my typical stores, like I I get fed a lot of um, ads from Gap. That's what I was gonna um, say. Simons. It, yeah, it and it's like it shops for you. That, it, it does. It, it does. It puts know. in and, front of you like a curated selection just for you. So it's hard to be like, well, let me go search further. Like it's all right there. I get the ads every morning for Gap all the time. It's like I do love that dress. Yes, easy done. You know, that's that's the power you of the algorithm right. too. Like that yes. Yes. just knows what you're looking at and it will curate that and then it gets it in your head and you can't stop thinking about it and you're like no because it's gonna show us again it's gonna show us like 10 more times too (laughs) well tell us about the power of the algorithm because like that is a interesting thing that you said that gets in your head um so yeah so if you're not on putting it in people's faces they're not going to know to keep following through with it because is there just just on that point is there like think that there's like a seven touch um or a seven like time i'm not explaining it very well you need to see something seven times yeah before you commit right mm-hmm. is that like the usual average yeah like i would say seven even like three to four times if you see somebody's post and they keep coming up then the algorithm if you're going to interact with those people's posts they're going to keep pushing them up to the front of your page so every time they post now you're going to see that because they're like this person's interacting with this this is what they want to see so now we're going to make sure that they keep seeing these types of pages um so oh, that, okay but like instagram's in 2022, um, they talked about putting out the chronological order back for feed. So I don't know if you remember back like a few years ago, how you could see the actual times that the feed would go and then the algorithm changed and it became just what they thought you were wanting to see based on what you're interacting with. But now I think in the next like month or so, they're going to push out where you can choose which one you want your page to be. So you can either change your account to chronological order again, or you can change it to the algorithm where it pushes out what you want. Um, what should we do? <laughs> What's better? Personally, like I follow accounts that I want to see. So every account that I follow, I want to see their content. I don't want my account like page to be curated based on what I'm interacting with because I'm not always on my page interacting every single day. Um, so I want to be able to see everything. I don't want to miss out. So I'm personally excited for chronological order to come back. Um, I think a lot of people are, but I think the power of like being able to change it is really nice instead of just Instagram telling you which one you're going to see. So could you like flip flop every day? Like, okay, chronological. Actually, no, I'm going to go with like, I, I think guess, so. Algorithm serve serving. Um, cause I think I would prefer chronological. I liked it. Cause I feel like sometimes what I, what I've noticed on my account with people that I follow and if there is it's like a product that maybe I want to purchase because it's not chronological it's like a day old or two days old and maybe there was a link or maybe there was a sale or something and then it's not there anymore by the time I get it Mm -hmm. um because it's been posted so I don't I don't know how that like works but I feel like oh I missed out like I I had FOMO I have a bit of FOMO because mm-hmm. I'm a day late to the party like yeah I don't like this yeah because so, with with the chronological order it used to be like you could see up to three days worth of posts like I remember like if I was so bored I would scroll my whole Instagram to up to three days but now with the other way if you do that like sometimes you're getting into posts that were like five days ago or six days ago and you're like but where are the posts that were posted 30 minutes ago? Like now I don't see those. So it's weird, but it'll be nice to be right. able to have that option. It'll kind of be like the private and unprivate, the way you can do your account. It'll be like a switch like that, I'm assuming, um, to do the chronological Interesting. order. It yeah, might be okay. better because I notice for when I'm searching through reels, I like to look at like, 
I don't know, like um, furniture refinishing or plants and stuff like that cooking. But then all I ever see and it makes me not even want to go on social media is um, the celebrity stupid filter or the what what year I don't stupid shit like that where the people are doing the filters. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. it like shuffles and it's like in 2022 I will. And I'm like, <laughs> how do I get rid of those things? I don't want to see anyone doing that on mine. You know? Yeah. <laughs> No, and another thing that Instagram is bringing out this year, too, that I think will be really cool in, like, terms of, like, e-commerce on the app is, this is going back to, like, it showing you products that you want to buy, is um it'll do, like, they're going to run out, like, discounts for people specifically using Instagram. So if you see an item on wow. Instagram, they'll give, like, the companies will have a specific discount if you buy that product within the app. So if you like see it and you press like the shop now and it takes you to the link, a lot of companies now are going to do like 10% or 15% off just because you're buying directly through that app. They want that quick purchase and you'll be able to do that. So I think that's another thing that's cool with Instagram and why a lot of products. That is huge. Mm -hmm. That's a huge e-commerce change because how does that affect like, I don't know, traffic to websites and stuff like that? Like, is it all still just like filtered through Instagram like are people do you think like websites are gonna change like how does that do we care if they do yeah like how does that affect outside of Instagram I just think people like the simplicity of Instagram like you can get everything that you want on that so I think it'll still direct them to a website but instead of people going on their desktop and typing in a website and searching through the whole entire thing now they can just go through Instagram get the direct link type in a discount and then do the Apple Pay or the Shopify, whatever that quick payment is, and then they don't have to worry about it instead of going through a whole website. Um, so I think that right. that's like, and especially for product-based businesses, like if you're not on Instagram, like you're missing out on this huge opportunity to generate sales that, because people like, even if you type in on Google something, like Instagram is SEO searchable as well. The search button is basically like a Google yeah. search. So you need to be on Instagram and making sure that you're optimizing your SEO that people are going to find you. So if you're a Toronto-based clothing company, like you need to have that SEO there so people can find you. Whereas if you press it in Google, there's going to be a million other Toronto-based companies that they may not find your account like they would on Instagram or your website. And just like for people that maybe don't know what is SEO. I was just going to say, SEO? can you explain that and the optimize? Yeah, and, and why it's important and why do we have to optimize it? Yeah, I just talk about like optimizing in general. Like you, you need to be able to like, people to quickly search you. So if you think about what you're, you're going on Instagram and you like, you're looking for a Toronto women's podcast, like women in Toronto that are podcasting for you guys. If you didn't have anywhere in your like bio that you were women podcast, Toronto, anywhere like Canada, then people aren't going to find you as quickly. And people like that convenience of, um, like, finding things if they have to go in deep search and they're not going to be able to do that but with instagram and two is a graveyard yeah of google and the thing is too when somebody goes onto your account on instagram if they're not captivated in the first three to five seconds of who you are what you do and how they can find you or your service they're going to move on like we're that generation now where it's like we need convenience and we don't have time to sit there and scroll through a whole entire page um, so you want to optimize your bio and your account in the, to captivate people in those first three to five seconds. 
Um, and that comes That's with, again, so who you are, what you do, and how they can find you. And that needs to be within the SEO searchable and that little like bio um, of words. So that's really important. Which I did notice that you updated for us. Thank you. I was yeah. just going to say, did you look at ours? Because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I did. And, and I, the thing is, too, like, you want to personalize it. So I put, like, your guys' account so they can, like, have that personal aspect of who's doing the podcast, but also, like, where you are and what your brand, like, what the message is of the podcast. And um, I think it was, like, raw and unfiltered girl talk or something like that that I put. Because, like that captivates people as soon as they see that they're gonna be like okay quick and easy i know exactly what this podcast is going to be about and i'm either about it and i'm going to listen to it or i'm going to move on to another account they need that like accessibility and quick find um right okay well here's a good example so for my personal did you put my personal in there I think so. Because yeah. I don't really do anything with it. So should we put it in there? <laughs> like, well, what do it's you just think? Sh- it's just to show your name, right? Like for people to know that, like, even if you're not as active on your personal account, they can still have that personal connection to you. They can press it. They'll know your name. They'll see that you have right. an active account. Um, instead of just like having, like not being able for them to go see that direct account, like just right. a name, it doesn't create that personal relationship. And now branding and social media and Instagram is like all about that personal connection as well as that business connection. Yeah, I was going to so say, important. I think people want to know who the people behind and not just mm-hmm. obviously us, just anybody. People want insight into your personal life like we do. As yeah. humans, we're nosy. We're like, okay, cool. You have a podcast or you have a show or you have this, but who are you and what else do you have? And like, The first thing we do is go Google like the, the actors and shows and stuff. Yeah. So. And so who, who are they married like to? Who are they like? Who are their yeah. siblings? Like, do they have children? Like, where? What other show? Like, it's we just want to know everything about everybody, and it's such a weird thing because I don't remember being like that before. Yeah, I've always been curious about people and, and hearing their stories and like learning about them, but not to this extent where like I will go down a rabbit hole. Of like yeah. a random person sometimes too. With no like, relevance to your life. Yeah. Like no importance to anything. <laughs> like I need to know everything about this D-list actress in this women's channel movie right now. Like what? <laughs> and that's the hardest thing too. And I always have to tell this to my clients because they're like, I don't want to show my face. I don't want to show this personal side. Like that's really hard. And I totally get that because I'm the same. Like people that know me, like I'm an introvert extrovert like I like border those two very well so it's hard for me to I show think we do too life. yeah Jess and I are both similar like we can put on a great show literally mm-hmm. and figuratively mm-hmm. um <laughs> but I I am uh, like I won't speak for you Jess but I definitely have learned as I've gotten older that I am definitely an introvert extrovert like mm-hmm. I it's, it has to be on my terms, right? Like, yeah. I can be an extrovert, but I do get very drained. Exhausted. And then I need to, yeah. like, be a recluse for, like, a while because I'm just, yeah, yeah like, it's it's a lot of energy. It is a lot well, of energy. I think I like to be with people all the time and I like to be the center of attention. But then there are times where, and I never want to be alone, so I could be, like, with just one person, that's fine. But I don't know if that's introverted. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like moody. I'll do what I'm, I'm, moody. I'm. Yeah, it's moody. Like whatever I feel like at the moment. You're just moody and needy. <laughs> yeah. And then a week every single month I'm on my period. So then it's like out of control. I have no idea what weighs up. So um, who knows what's going to happen from day to day around here. No, that's But fair, it is but- true 
because I do find that if I have an account or I'm following someone, if they're new to me, like whatever, if it's a business, product, service, podcast, whatever the account is, if I don't feel like I'm like getting insight into their life in some way, I do lose interest. Like I'm like, okay, well, I don't, I don't really know anything about this. Like I, you know, they just Mm -hmm. have like a post of, of a random picture or like it's an episode if they're a podcast count or like and that's it like I don't know who they are like I don't like I don't have insight and it bothers me which is probably not the best but no it's it's true and that's how you have to like especially running a business or um if you're a service like people buy products and services because they trust the person behind it if they don't know who's behind it like who are they buying from and that's something that I've come to deal with like terms with with my business and also um, tell my clients, like my name is on my company. So if I'm not the face of my company, like who is socially Brooke? Like you, you see yeah. that and you're like, who is Brooke? And what is like, where is she? So it's like hard to know that I have to like give people a lot of my life, but it also helps me grow as a person and in my business. And it's like brought me out of my shell in a lot of ways, met so many people, but it's hard. Like it, it is hard to show aspects of your life. I like sit here sometimes and I'm like, Oh, I haven't posted something about myself and then it's like I'm drinking a coffee and it's like well maybe people actually care about how I drink my coffee but it's like why but that builds that personal connection because they're like oh it does drinks this types of coffee like maybe I'll go try this or if I go to Starbucks and try something new it's like I post it on my story and now somebody sees that and they're like oh maybe I'll go to Starbucks and try this like you don't think about that people would care but there are people out there <laughs> that care about that stuff so you have to be able to no. target that audience absolutely yeah. and that's two things that like I'd love to get into too because that's social marketing Mm-hmm. And that is becoming really, really big, right? Like there's yeah. always network marketing, things like that. But social marketing is really taking over. And I have a friend um, who lives in Alberta and that's what she does. She literally just posts like about the products and stuff she uses in the day, but not in like the way. And I don't really know how to explain it because I'm not like well versed mm-hmm. in this world, but like she because she keeps saying to me she's like you should do this you should do this just like whatever you use whatever you like you know enjoy like things like that just put it out there and people get interested and then you somehow get paid to do it like not in the same way as I think influencer marketing but I I don't really fully understand the difference but it's totally true like when you I mean I can say recently Mm -hmm. Jess and I made a purchase because of you Mm-hmm. And something that you posted, which um, we will get into in the intro, but um, yeah, yeah, like it was, <laughs> and we will share all that experience. But yeah, I mean, we we purchased a product because you posted it, and it was like, okay, I'm going to Brooke to ask about mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. I need, and for some reason, you being able to tell me about it and your experience, and like, I trust you, yeah. and then I was like, okay, it's like I, live I trust reviews, Brooke. yeah, it's like. You know how we always have to look at reviews and I I despise searching through reviews because you see the ones and you see the fives yeah. and it's like, who do I believe? Because yeah. they both <laughs> seem like they can make sense and then you're stuck and you're know. like, I don't know what to do. But I love when you can speak to a human, mm-hmm. Brooke, um, and, and also obviously somebody that we would probably like trust your opinion on of things like that. So it's like oh, of course, that's a huge selling feature. But the amazing thing is you don't necessarily even have to know a person or people like really well and we still trust. You know what I mean? Like that's also like the other side of it that's kind of interesting. It's like we see, I think it's because of what Brooke puts online. So it's like, okay, we see like a young pretty girl 
not just because you're young and pretty will I trust you, but like it's like a you know you can tell that you're like kind of in our demographic. You mm-hmm. we probably would have a lot of commonalities, things like that. Yeah. Um, because I'm also young and pretty. And <laughs> yes, also, if if it's a product that has sponsored you or is yeah. like collaborating partnership with you. They trust you. Mm-hmm. There's something, yeah. and I think that speaks to a lot of people is too. Right it's there. like you don't have to be someone like you can be a micro influencer, right? You don't necessarily have to be a macro or a celebrity level. And like it's like, oh well, this company or this brand is working with this person, and they chose them, whether that's true or not. And like they, people can reach out to brands and like try and build a partnership. But either way, at the end of the day it was an agreed upon partnership. So it's like they trust you to sell their product in one way or another. So I trust you now. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's it's very interesting psychologically. And it makes that's it what Instagram is. Yeah, yeah. That's what social is. It's just all psychological games. <laughs> and I also only work with brands that like I trust and I would try. Like I would never promote a brand that I haven't first tried before I even review it. Or a brand that I just, like, don't believe in their message or, like, their company or who they are. Like, I, because I am technically, like, a micro-influencer, like, a smaller influencer, I work with, like, big, I actually work with a few big brands. Like, I decline some because I'm just, like, that doesn't align with me. It doesn't align with my company. Like, why would I post this on my business page if it has nothing to do with my everyday life? And that's, like, the power of micro-influencing. Like, I can kind of choose what I want to promote and, like, because again, my name is on my business. Like I'm not just going to be promoting anything or everything. Like I like to promote like a lot of like skincare, like local businesses in Canada. Like I do a lot of that. Um, just like, I like things to support that you care about. That, yeah. Like things that I actually care about because I want people that are watching me to also care about that and support them. If they're not going to buy their product, at least support them on their Instagram, follow them, like their products, like support. Like I'm all about like small businesses in Canada and stuff like that and like supporting each other because we all start somewhere and we got to help each other out. (laughs) That's actually something I wanted to ask you about too. In this, in the pandemic, I've, I'm sure the business, well, I know the business world has been altered. It's been changed Mm -hmm. like dramatically about how people operate, what businesses have closed, what businesses have now emerged or thrived or thrived. Yeah, exactly. Like grown in, in the pandemic. So how is that? changed um does that affect the algorithm because now our needs have changed in the business world at all like in terms of in terms of how the algorithm is working business wise only i'm not talking about personal wise um personal wise i'm making (laughs) words up over here um but in terms of just business like how does the algorithm change is it things like adding more shopify things or um you know does that make sense Yeah, well, a lot of businesses are, like, working with, like, ads and making sure that when you see on your accounts, like, when you can press the shop now and stuff or when they, when you're Googling something and now all of a sudden you open your Instagram app and something shows up that you were just looking at and you're like, why is this on my feed? Or, like, how did they understand what was, what I was looking at? Um, A lot of businesses are doing that. And you'll also see on Instagram, too, there is a shop button now on the bottom of the page. So you can actually look and, like, see products that way and be able to buy it. So a lot of product-based and, like, businesses are doing that for the simplicity. Um, But in terms of the algorithm, like, honestly, I think it's just looking at, like, that, um, like, what you're searching and what you're looking at the most and pushing that forward. And then 
once the chronological order comes out, I really, I'm like excited to see how that's going to change the world of Instagram for businesses. And if people are going to be like, if you switch to chronological order, how that's going to affect certain companies yeah. or if you stay with the algorithm, um, how it is now. Like, I don't know. It's, it's wild. And it's also scary being a business owner it on will social change. media. Yeah. It, it will change dramatically, won't it? Cause then how are you going to be served those things if you haven't agreed to it? Exactly. And that's, that's what's scary because I like look at my job and it's like, well, I know this algorithm now, but when the new one happens, like how, how can I get ahead of it and like be able to help wow. my clients stay relevant? So that's the scary part with Instagram. Things are always changing. There's always new updates coming and you have to stay yeah. up to date and like constantly be changing your content strategy, which is something a lot of people struggle with in your marketing strategy. Like as time goes on, marketing strategies change, trends change and content changes. So you need to be able to stay on track with that and not just be stuck in one strategy. And if your account's not doing well, understand that it's because you need to change it and because Instagram's constantly changing. So you need to constantly be changing. And how, like, what are the trends now? Like, how do you advise clients or if you're managing their social, like, completely, like, how do you know what's trending? Like, I don't know. I, like what Jess was saying, like, oh, I get served just, like, these stupid reels of, like, filters or, like, those, like, in 2022, I'll be, like, those kinds of things. Is that a trend? Like, what, what is trending? Yeah, why doesn't my algorithm know that I don't want that? (laughs) (laughs) So I think with trends, like, it's, Trends like could be like if you're scrolling on TikTok and you see a sound that keeps playing or like right now on TikTok, I'm sure a lot of people know that I'm like obsessed with it. But that one video of the Kevin Gates song and it's like, I'm just thinking with my dick and it's like this dad dancing at like a New Orleans festival and it's so like random never heard this well me neither i'm sure sure you'll open up tiktok and you'll or i'll send this video to you guys after and you'll be like this makes sense but this is like what's going on so this sound is now trending okay i'm not a tiktoker is that i also don't have so behind okay well you need to get tiktok is that the (laughs) huge problem it's like problem number one get fucking tiktok (laughs) well you'll like probably become obsessed and addicted and spend hours so like if that's what happened to me but this video is viral and now people are like every like people are talking about it and people are like using this sound so that's like a trend like that's what's trending right now um and you can like take those quick trends and like hop on them quickly and like use that sound and use it for your business and make a quick reel or something like that or a tiktok and use that to your advantage so that would be like the quick trends but in terms of like content pillars which is what I focus on with my clients and then trends like that are coming up quickly I'll like adjust to as the time comes but you want to really figure out like what works for your branding whether it's like inspirational educational um like humorous like inspire like inspire inspo wow I can't talk today um but like you want to figure out what content pillars are going to work for you because if you're a podcast and you're putting out a lot of educational, like about podcasts or like whatever it may be, like that's not, that may not attract your audience. Whereas somebody who's a nutritionist is going to put a lot of educational information out because people want to know, like, what am I supposed to be eating? What am I not supposed to be eating? What, like, what is healthy and all that type of stuff. So it's like, you really got to find what works for your audience and then create your content off those content pillars because um, like for me personally with my account, I started off educational and I was like educating people on social media and social media tips and all that type of stuff. But I, I almost like used all of the tips that there was, like I was kind of running out of stuff to keep telling people because I'm like, (laughs) I feel 
like I've like told you, like I've told you guys what content pillars. Like now you don't need me. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, so then I shifted and I became more like inspirational and like personal and like more my journey and like my life and how I came to what I'm doing now. And that's really worked for me. And like switch making that switch has why I've been doing influencing and why I have like gotten the clients that I have and stuff because I switched to that personal side. So you have to know like what your audience is adjusting with and it takes time. Like you're not, I started with educational, educational faded off for me. Now I switched to personal. So it's constantly changing and that's like the marketing strategies of it. And you got to like be on track. And then like with trends, like I did a meme the other day of like Kylie Jenner with Stormy and like made it a business wise, like a, to my business. And it's like, that's the type of quick trends that you need to hop on. So it's like, it's hard to plan for it. And you just got to like scroll through TikTok or scroll through Twitter or like Instagram and just like see what memes are going and like find a way to work with it with your business. So if everyone's doing the same one, then doesn't that kind of like dilute that? Like, Well, well, yeah. Do you remember when Drake came out with his, um, maybe like he came out with his album a few months ago and it was like the, the emoji of the pregnant lady. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody hopped on that trend of like making it based on their brand. And it kind of like for a few days, like the first few ones did it really well engagement wise. I remember I did one for one of my clients. And then as the days went on and the album dropped, like it faded off really quick. And the engagement with that lost, it's, it's hype because everybody did it. So you kind of like got to be selective and I'm not the biggest fan of quick trends. I'm more a fan of like the content pillars and like staying consistent with your strategy just because the trends come and go so quickly. Like, and it's so embarrassing when someone does a trend from like a month ago. It's like, where yeah. have you been? And exactly. they like try to yeah. do it again. It's like, Although yeah. I feel like so a lot of them, and that's something I've noticed in my algorithm, like all I've seen a reel of someone doing whatever to the, a sound bite, whatever it is. Right. And then I don't see it for like weeks or a month or however long. And then it's like back. Then I'm seeing them all over again with that same audio clip. And I'm like, okay, so is this back? Or like did someone huge do it and now everyone jumped on it? Because like you have to see it somewhere and it has to be probably – you're probably seeing it from an account that has a huge platform, like a huge following Mm -hmm. because then now millions of people are seeing it. Therefore, you're getting that kind of domino effect, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean – well, I mean, good to know, Brooke, that <laughs> we're trying out content pillars. How's that working out for us? Um, but but I like that idea because then it's, I do too. it is more relatable on a long-term scale mm-hmm. instead of just doing a bunch of reels that are like mm-hmm. hot right now or even worse, not hot right now because we miss the, the you know, the <laughs> well, window for those. <laughs> it becomes draining too, right? And that's what makes social media not fun anymore. Not That's something that I always promote to people. Like once social media becomes not fun for you, people are going to realize that they're going to see that and they're going to understand, like, they're going to see that, like, that you lost your drive. And I'm like constantly preach, like, you need to make sure that social media is not a job for you. It's my job, but it's not a job for my clients. You know, like I want them to be like so passionate about the content that they're putting out or like not be drained if I ask them to film content because it is exhausting. Like I've been there. I've been burnt out with Instagram before I had to take a break. Like I totally relate and understand with it. And like that's it's not why for I, everybody no it's really not i filmed my one reel which everyone should have seen by now <laughs> and that took so long i had like 10 takes i hated it and finally i'm like oh this is what we're doing because i do not want to do this yeah but and there's to. like there's different like i talk about a lot with like especially with reels and doing content like 
two weeks is like my max for what you should be like planning out content if you're doing it. But like, there's a process like with reels, like I always do like the three day thing. So if you are like the first day you're doing like the research and like finding inspiration of what you kind of want to do, saving the sounds, like saving the reels that you think that you could like mimic or whatever it may be. And then stopping and leaving it at that. Then the next day going and actually like getting ready and getting your outfits ready and like filming them and then leaving them unedited. Like don't even touch them for the rest of the day after you film them the next day going back and then editing them again. Like you're keeping your brain, like you're not exhausting yourself. Be like, I'm never filming a reel again. That took me nine hours. Like I'm never doing that. You're like separating it and making that break. So it becomes fun. So hard. Well, I noticed you posted that in one of your latest posts, how you Mm -hmm. broke it down, like Monday, Tuesday, whatever, Wednesday. Um, and then that, I don't know why, like, you, it's so weird what sticks with you online, but I read your caption on that and I read that. I'm like, oh, that's such a good idea is to split it up like that. And it seems like, oh, it seems a lot less daunting. And I know, again, my experience with my 20 second reel, if that, like, <laughs> like I'm not one to really like talk actually about six it. seconds. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was such a hard day. Like, yeah. I guess if you like wrap your head around it, space it out so it's not all day and then it is fresh. It's still, it's not like, you're not drained by it. And then you can it's not a whole like, and... shift. <laughs> you're not like working but it's amazing. It. Yeah. Like it's amazing though, how frustrating and exhausting and like it can inspire so much anger in you just doing a reel, which you started out doing because like, this is funny. I want to do this. Like I'll, I can do this one. And then when you don't like achieve what you're going for, you're like, social media fuck everything yeah. i hate this i'm never doing fuck it again this is the worst this is stupid why do people even do this not even funny like it just it changes everything and so yeah. like you have to i don't know it's like a mental preparation too 100 yeah. and the second that you start to hate what you're doing it, like you lose that passion in your content and your strategy like that shows to your followers like you you're not consistent and you're not like loving what you're doing so why would they show that reciprocation back to you why would they show that love back to you if you aren't showing that in your content well people can sniff out inauthenticity real quick nowadays and and like that goes back to what you were saying about like brands that you work with things that you share have to be in line with who you are and what your branding is and I think that's becoming a huge 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 thing like even more so because like when you go back to even before social media if a celebrity put it out there we just ate it up right like Mm -hmm. that's that's how you chose products and now when celebrities put things out you're like yeah right like I always use like Jennifer Aniston as an example I'm like Jennifer is not using a vino (laughs) I just I I'm using a vino she's not using (laughs) because we are poor um (laughs) like I just don't believe that and I find it insulting a little bit Mm -hmm. and like agreed and obviously because our favorite reference point is the kardashians it's like you don't use any of this shit except for oh, probably no. your own products but like any of the teas which i've noticed that they've fallen off all of that stuff now like they don't mm-hmm. they must have gotten enough hate, or they don't need teas. it and don't have yeah. the time probably yeah. and they really don't need the whatever dollar it is that they get but it's like authenticity is so so important and social is the quickest way to like find someone and be like no that's bullshit we know you don't use that or we know you don't really believe in that and I think that's a big thing for us too because we've partnered with different brands and people 
um, since we've done the show. And um, only because we align and we believe in the product or we believe in the the business and it's female led, uh, of course. Yeah. And uh, and so we want to work with them just like you. Like we want to support that as we want people to support us. So it is. I I think people like can sense that too. Mm-hmm. And if you care about that sort of thing, you're more likely to be engaged with that brand, service, product, person, account, whatever. And the bigger influencers too, like they're not showing those like hard days that they have or like the days that they don't feel like doing that. And I think that's, well, that's, and that's the power of Instagram. Like there, there's days where I wake up and I'm like, I'm not putting on makeup. I'm not even touching my phone, like screen. Like I need a day to like mentally reset. And it's like, sometimes I feel like if I like shared that, like uh, people would understand more. They'd be like, okay, like you're not constantly just like going, going, going. But then you also sit back and have that like fear. Like, are people going to think that I'm like a failure because there's a day that I don't want to be on social media. If I don't want to be on social media. Why would they you never want know? To? You never know. No, yeah. I think you should do something for like your that clients. Is- or for anyone yeah I think a lot of people would relate to that because when you look at an Instagram you see everyone's smiling face on their feed right every picture Mm -hmm. is a smile because and that's not fucking true like that's not the reality and I know (laughs) that of course we post our smiles Mm -hmm. it's the highlight reel we all know this but on a day like you know like I really think that is relatable especially for someone like me who does have a hard time with social media or Mm -hmm. like you know doing my own social media or at yeah. all all I let the easy part is scrolling right yeah exactly. I think that's a fine line though because people ha- do do the today I cried in the shower and this is mm-hmm. my cry face I think it's a very tricky thing <laughs> we've talked because about that I'm like, like so you're like no. mid mid scream cry and you're like oh I gotta yeah, stop this. My phone. Like, Where's my phone? Yeah. Or or did you fake it? You maybe you did have that moment. Yeah. Maybe you did have a full meltdown, and then you're like, "This would be great content." And then you have to like make it all up and like, I don't know. It's like, oh, spray I looked your ugly face. crying. I yeah. need to look better crying. Yeah. It's so, yeah. So it's not I do. Real. I think those, it's a fine line. Or or do it in a funny way, and not to like keep bringing up my one reel all the time, but <laughs> it is the truth. I don't it know, Jess. About... Like, you gotta go look at look at it. <laughs> I need you to like, yeah, just save it. That's not whatever. Uh, but it, it is funny because yes, it's it's just joking about editing, and and you can kind of understand where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just a funny way to like do it, but also be like, it is not fucking all rainbows every time I'm sitting yeah. down editing and edit. So yeah, I mean, it's just a funny way to to do it somehow. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, bef- uh, before we close out, I really wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. obviously we all know that everyone gets like reels and the songs and stuff stuck in our head yeah um fucking i want like uncut jobs like remember oh how that was all you could say for so fucking uncut i know yeah uncut jobs and you just walk <laughs> i saw a guy forget his name um but he was walking around the house and he's like pouring wine uncut jobs he's like what? <laughs> anyways it was fucking hilarious but one that is my favorite, do you guys have a favorite reel or, like, favorite song that, like, is always in your head? You loved all of them? Oh, that's hard. I feel like there's Okay, so I'll many. tell you mine first. Yeah, you tell me yours. Um, you know the British guys, like, back in the day, me and you, baby. Uh, yeah. We used to have fun. <laughs> I don't know why I fucking loved those ones. That one's and they good. didn't. That one didn't catch on enough because it they didn't make enough of those for my liking. Um, oh, they needed more. <laughs> and they needed more. Like it was just like you know when you click on the 
audio and it can show all the ones that you yeah. got that audio. So yeah, there's like sat there, there was only like ten. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough. <laughs> I love that though because that's what makes it fun. Like knowing that you were like, I laugh. I sat here and laughed for twenty minutes at all these, and now I'm gonna do it. Like that's the passion that you want when you're making content. Like if that's like the fire that like when people send me that stuff, I'm like, yes, like let's do it. Let's make this. Um, cause I get fired up when I see like videos too. Like I'll be scrolling and there's one, I was telling you guys about like the thinking with my dick one. I'll literally have to send you that cause it's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. But like, there's another one of like, um, like the gritty, it's like a dance that people are doing and it's like, one of the football players on the Bengals did it and everybody's doing this dance. And every time I see it, I just like, I can't not move. Like I'm like, my body just like moves when I hear the sound because that's my, like, I just, I don't know. That's the power of social media and trends and TikTok and that kind of stuff. Like it puts you in a good mood and that's the energy you should be putting into your content. It should make For you sure. be in a good mood. For sure. I love those. I wanted to know too, is it better to be on TikTok or Instagram reels or both? Does it matter? We want to know how all that works too. There are different strategies with TikTok and Reels and that's something that like they're two different like content strategies that you have to work with. Um, like, but Reels, like I, I say Reels are more that business side. If you want to focus on that, TikTok's more like entertainment and kind of like funny. Like and personal? Just, like, yeah. Or like, more... should a business have it too? I mean, a lot of businesses have it, but I I always recommend growing the reels before the TikTok. Like TikTok comes later on once you've grown that. Um, And you can still grow organically through reels. Like a bunch of reels that I've had have gone like viral and I've like gained a following through that by just sticking with organic content that brings people to my page. Um, So I would say like stick with your Instagram strategy first before moving on to different platforms because once you grow that, then that energy doesn't become so much and you can focus your energy on different platforms, but definitely grow the Instagram and reels first before even trying to go to TikTok Cause that's a whole nother world. And is it, is it Instagram that because you have that e-commerce uh, ability or is it just cause Instagram is where everyone is? I think it's just cause Instagram is like, it has that notion of like, this is for business and products and where TikTok okay. is more like, I'm sitting here at one o'clock in the morning scrolling Instagram for three hours because I just want to laugh. Um, as businesses or like Instagram is more business focused and more serious and more during the day, if that makes sense. So I still think that there is that entertainment side, but definitely TikTok overpowers that with the entertainment. Um, okay. Like even Facebook now is doing like reels, kind of like their own version of reels. But I was just, just going to say, is Facebook alive still? Do we care? No, at all? no, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> okay. But like, and you, dare, dare I mention, what about Twitter? Like, is that gone too? No, or? yeah, Twitter okay. is more just like, yeah, you just it's a personal. Journal. But are people even reading those anymore? No. Like, or okay. I would say the main okay. ones are Instagram and TikTok right now. Um, those are the two that are like the biggest for this generation. When I think of Twitter, I think of Donald Trump. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I think he's banned from that. Like, that's what I. I don't he's even think of anyone everything. else. <laughs> yeah, and then Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I couldn't even tell you the last time I like went on Facebook, you know, or, like scrolled or whatever. Yeah. Except I do have to go on it to look at like my clients to see if they have a Facebook because I'm like, at the very least they need that, you know, but mm-hmm. no, I would never scroll. Yeah, no. Facebook is in the graveyard. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay. Good. <laughs> and that's just one thing to cross off the list. <laughs> yeah. Since we started a new segment called I Was Today Years Old When... Do you have 
a I was today years old when that you can share with us and our listeners? Oh, man. Um, you know what? That's funny because I was when I was doing your guys content, I found one and now I just lost my mind. Like when I was doing the Instagram, I remember like looking at one and I was like, that makes sense. I know last week you guys talked about the oatmeal one. I thought that one was yeah. really funny. Yeah. I can't think of one at the top of my head. That's okay. I put you on the spot. You did. You did. I'll come back. Once I think of one, I'll I'll let you guys know. And And post it. Post it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll post it. (laughs) That would be great. This has been so good. Thank you so much, Brooke. I know that we even we learned some stuff. Our listeners will definitely have learned some things. So everybody needs you, needs a Brooke in their life. So tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, which is Socially Brooke. I'm also on TikTok with Socially Brooke. My website is just www.sociallybrooke.ca. And yeah, you can find me there. Instagram is where I'm most active. So you can send me a DM or email me, whatever it may be. Check out my website for my services and then we can go from there. Awesome. Amazing. And as always, you can follow us at herspective underscore podcast dm us make sure you send us your i was today years old experiences so we can share them on the show check out my reel (laughs) and of course definitely watch jess's reel i'm sure i'll be doing because it is six seconds of your life that uh, you'll never get back but you'll laugh you'll cry it'll be amazing (laughs) thanks again for being on the show brooke it was absolutely amazing Until next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.